Hello, listener. Thank you for listening to our content. We have prepared a graphic summary with the main ideas and teachings of this incredible bestseller. Click on the link, Book Graphic, in the description to have access to a material where we combine the perfect mental stimuli so that you know and understand the great intuitions of the author. Positive habits can multiply your results and success. Yet anyone who has tried to change existing habits or build new habits will know how difficult it can be. This book presents a strategy of using many habits to overcome your natural resistance so you can add healthy habits permanently to your life. Introduction When we fail at something or give up on a task, we tend to assume that we're at fault because we're too lazy, unmotivated, incapable, etc. In reality, we usually fail because we're using bad strategies. Guys discovered many habits by chance. He wanted to get fit, but struggled to do his 30-minute workouts. The turning point came when he convinced himself to do just one push-up. It seemed so effortless that he simply did it without much thought. When he completed the push-up, he felt so good that he continued with another one pull-up. Guys decided to do one push-up a day instead of his 30-minute workouts. He soon found himself achieving this goal consistently. If he realized at bedtime that he had forgotten to do his push-up, he simply flipped over in bed to do it. Completing just one push-up a day gave him a sense of achievement, and he often ended up doing extra push-ups or even completing 20 to 30 minutes of workout. The mini habit of one push-up a day had helped him to gradually build up his physical and mental strength while cultivating the habit of exercising regularly. Inspired by his success, guys started to research about the human brain and habits formation while testing and refining the mini habit strategy. In this summary, we'll cover his key findings and recommendations in two parts. Understanding Habits and Applying the Mini Habit Strategy Part 1. Understanding Mini Habits A mini habit is a very small version of a positive new habit you want to form. It should be such a tiny step that you'll feel almost stupid doing it. For example, a goal of 50 push-ups a day can be minified to just one push-up a day. Or, a goal of reading a book a week can be minified into reading just one page or one paragraph a day. We'll explain why many habits are so powerful. Research found that 45% of our behaviors come from habit. That is, 45% of our actions are done automatically without conscious thought. Such habits can only be added or removed through repetition over time. However, you cannot predict how long it'll take to form a new habit. It's a myth that you'll form a habit by doing something consecutively for 21 or 30 days. One of the most credible studies from the European Journal of Social Psychology found that habit formation varies with people and circumstances. It can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days for a behavior to become a habit, with 66 days being the average. The research also found that missing one day of action didn't instantly derail your habit physiologically. The real damage came from the psychological impact, such as feelings of guilt or discouragement. Studies also showed that the more stressed you are, the less willpower you will have. 
This means that you're more likely to revert to an established habit and you'll find it harder to change an existing habit. How does your brain work and how are habits formed? Well, your brain is pro-efficiency, that is, it minimizes effort. Habits exist because our brains automate things that it does repeatedly. Our brains have communication channels called neural pathways. When you do something repeatedly, a neural pathway is created. Thereafter, specific cues will cause an electrical charge to be fired along the pathway, triggering an urge to engage in the habitual behavior. Let's assume that you have the habit of drinking a glass of water once you wake up each morning. The act of getting out of bed will trigger the neurons in your brain to fire, so you'll start walking to the kitchen for a drink without making a decision to do so. Simplistically speaking, there are two key parts of our brain driving this process. The prefrontal cortex, or the conscious brain, can make deliberate decisions after weighing the pros and cons. Once a habit is formed with repetition, the basal ganglia, or our subconscious brain, will recognize and repeat these patterns until it's taught to do otherwise. Once habits are formed, the brain is slow to change them. This means that good habits work for us while bad habits work against us. To create new habits, you'll need to influence behaviors before they become habits. And to do so, your prefrontal cortex will need to make deliberate decisions and actions which require motivation and willpower. You can start any non-habitual behavior using motivation or willpower, though willpower is much more reliable for cultivating habits. That's because motivation is unreliable. It fluctuates depending on your feelings, which in turn depend on a wide range of factors from external events to your blood sugar levels and hormones. On a bad day, you may not even want to be motivated. If you rely on your motivation, you'll probably only succeed in taking the desired action only occasionally. Moreover, as you do something regularly, it will start to seem mundane and you'll find yourself losing enthusiasm and momentum over time. On the other hand, willpower is more reliable since you can always force yourself to do something. Willpower is also strengthened with use. That is, the more you force yourself to take action when you don't want to, the easier it will become to exert self-control. You can also schedule a task and commit to do it using willpower, but you can't force yourself to feel motivated at a specific time. However, willpower gets depleted with use. When you take any action, including making a decision, you draw on your willpower supply. In order to change yourself, you need to overcome huge internal resistance, which drains your willpower reserves quickly. There are five key factors that affect how quickly your willpower is depleted. Effort, perceived difficulty, negative effect, subjective fatigue, and blood glucose levels. Just like how you need to manage your money to become wealthy, you need to manage your willpower for personal success. This is why the mini habit strategy is so powerful. It effectively sustains your willpower so you can successfully form new habits. Let's take a closer look at how and why mini habits work. The mini-habit strategy is simply about forcing yourself to take one to four ridiculously small strategic actions every day. 
such tiny actions can be much more powerful than big goals. After all, grand visions and big intentions are useless if they aren't converted into action. In fact, if you repeatedly fail to achieve your goals, it can lead to a loss of self-confidence. On the other hand, many habits are so tiny that you need almost no self-control and have full confidence that you can achieve them. As you exercise your willpower muscle, it becomes stronger. Over time, the small positive actions add up and even generate spillover effects. For example, eating healthy may lead to weight loss, improved energy levels and productivity. More importantly, they cultivate lifelong habits that multiply the impact. Many habits effectively nullify the five willpower depleting factors because they require negligible effort, are stupidly simple, and bring almost no negative feelings as the actions are too small to be felt. They can also be achieved easily regardless of your perceived levels of fatigue and your blood glucose levels. Many habits also help you to expand your comfort zone. Most worthy goals involve some discomfort. That is, they're outside your comfort zone, and this generates resistance. Many habits allows you to start within your comfort zone. As you start taking action and gaining momentum, it becomes much easier to push your boundaries and permanently change them. Newton's law says that an object at rest will stay at rest unless an external force is applied to it, and an object that's in motion won't change its velocity unless an external force is applied to it. Many habits make this law work for you. Since many habits are so effortless, they tend to slip past most of our mental and physical barriers like Trojan horses. Once you get the ball rolling, it's easy to stay in action and gain momentum. In short, many habits involve such ridiculously small tasks, like one push-up, that there's simply no excuse not to do them. Once you complete the tasks, you're likely to realize that it wasn't as bad as you expected. Over time, your mental resistance falls, your physical condition improves, and your belief increases. How are many habits different from typical habit programs? First, they avoid direct competition with stronger existing habits and are more easily integrated into your daily life since your brain doesn't resist the minified tasks. Second, by taking baby steps that require little or no willpower, you essentially preserve your willpower reserves indefinitely. Third, a lot of habit programs are structured like a 100-meter dash, pushing you to complete the sprint in 21 or 30 days. In reality, you don't know how long it will take for the habit to form and may end up relaxing too soon. There's no fixed end date. You simply keep going until the habit is clearly formed. Usually, by the end of the process, the habit will be much bigger than what you started out with. For example, you may be doing 20 to 30 push-ups a day instead of just one. Fourth, many habits build your self-efficacy or your belief in your ability to influence an outcome. Even if you start with zero self-efficacy, the small daily successes will build your confidence and expectation of success. This provides the foundation to build bigger habits in the future. 
Fifth, we tend to shut down when we feel controlled. Programs that impose strict daily targets can trigger subconscious resistance and the sense of guilt when you slip up. Many targets are so small that you feel free to do them as you wish. Sixth, many habits are so stupidly small that there's no way to fear them or doubt yourself. Next, when you work on a mini habit, you'll naturally pay more attention to that area. For example, if you aim to walk 100 extra steps a day, you'll naturally observe how much you're walking. Over time, it cultivates mindfulness, which spills over to all aspects of your life. Finally, since many habits are so small and willpower efficient, you can even add multiple habits concurrently, instead of trying to add one mega habit at a time. The key is to fit them into your schedule and treat them as non-negotiable tasks, knowing that it only takes a few minutes to do all of them. Now that we understand how habits are formed and why many habits work, let's look at the eight steps that you can apply to achieve massive change. Step one, select your mini habits and habit plan. List down all the habits you'd like to develop, then refine the list or get more details from minihabits.com. Identify three to four habits to start with. Choose one of these three plans, the one-week flexible plan, the single mini plan, or the multiple minis plan. If you're unsure which plan to choose, just start with the one-week flexible plan. Basically, you do one mini habit daily and review it after one week. During your review, consider if you're consistently burning out or overachieving. Then decide if you should increase or decrease the size of the mini habit and or add more habits. This should help you select one of the other two long-term plans. For the single mini plan, you choose only one mini habit and focus on it. You can also add more later if you gain momentum. As for the multiple minis plan, choose up to three to four mini habits and make them as minuscule as possible. Generally, the more mini habits you're building concurrently, the less likely you are to overachieve. Regardless of which plan you choose, always go for stupidly small habits that are impossible not to complete. Don't let your pride get in the way. For the strategy to work, you must achieve 100% of the mini habits, not 95% nor 99%. Even if your end goal is a weekly habit, for example, to go to the gym once a week, make sure you break it down into a daily mini-habit first. Step 2. Identify the why behind each mini-habit. For each selected habit, ask why you want the habit and repeat the process until you find the source. For example, you may want to exercise regularly in order to lose weight. You want to lose weight to be healthier and you want to be healthier to feel good and live life to the fullest. You know you've found the source when your answer becomes repetitive or circular. Generally, reasons that come from intrinsic sources, such as personal values, bring less resistance than those from external pressures, for example, meeting others' expectations or societal norms. 
Step 3. Identify your habit cues. There are two common habit cues, time-based cues. For example, I'll do this activity at 10 p.m. and activity-based cues. For example, I'll do this activity before I go to bed. Generally, time-based cues are specific but rigid since you must take action at the designated time regardless of the circumstances. They tend to work well for people with a rigid 9-to-5 schedule. Activity-based cues are flexible but more ambiguous since it's sometimes hard to define when an activity ends and another starts. It generally suits people with a flexible schedule. The key is to choose the option that fits your lifestyle and stick to it. You can also consider having multiple cues, that is, more than one trigger for the same habit. It's also a good idea to fit in a mini-habit just before you go to bed. It allows you to squeeze in a positive mini-habit and achieve a quick win just before you end your day. If you find yourself deliberating whether to do your mini-habit, remind yourself that it's so tiny that you have no excuse to delay. Then stop thinking and just do it. Step 4. Develop a reward plan. Your brain will resist a task if there's no reward or if the task is associated with discomfort. Use a tangible reward to create a reward association with the behavior you want to habituate. For example, aerobic exercise generates feel-good endorphins and secondary rewards like losing weight or looking good. However, these are not immediate or satisfying as rewarding yourself with a small piece of cake after each run. You can also celebrate each small win to amplify the positive feelings. Generally, any kind of reward will work, even if it's totally unrelated to the behavior. The good news is, once the reward association is made, your brain will no longer resist even if you stop dishing out the reward. Step 5. Write it down and check it off. When you write down something on paper, it becomes prioritized above other thoughts. Make it a point to write down your many habits and check them off daily to track your progress. This simple step is absolutely critical for success. Don't skip it. One of the most effective ways is to place a large calendar on your wall with your many habits written nearby. You can download and print free calendars from the internet or simply print your Gmail calendar. Check off your many habits on the calendar daily as a reminder of your many habits and to get the satisfaction of filling your calendar with evidence of success. You can also use digital tracking, for example, apps or software for your laptop, desktop, or mobile phone. These aren't as effective as handwritten notes but can be very convenient. Step 6. Start small. If you force yourself to achieve the task repeatedly, it strengthens your willpower. You also get immediate progress due to the direct benefits from the positive actions you're taking and the bonus reps that you end up doing over the many goals you've set. Most importantly, so long as you're meeting your many goals, you're forming new habits that set a foundation to do more in the future. Step 7. Do not be ambitious. It's better to consistently achieve your mini-targets than to set high expectations and miss them. 
stick to your daily mini-habits and treat any overachievement as a bonus. To form great habits, go for consistency, not quantity. Step 8. Watch for signs of habit formation. You'll know that a habit has been formed when there's totally no resistance, and it may be even easier to do the activity than not to do it. You identify personally with the behavior. You may now think, I'm a runner, or I read books. You also find yourself engaging in the behavior naturally as a part of your daily life. You don't have to make conscious decisions to do it and aren't worried about it at all. In fact, it seems boring and mundane. When you're sure the mini-habit is in place, you're ready to move on to the next mini-habit. As you apply the eight steps of the mini-habit strategy, remember to adhere strictly to these eight rules. 1. Never cheat. For example, skip a task or secretly aim for a higher goal. 2. Celebrate every mini-habit that you complete and be happy with all your progress. 3. Reward yourself regularly, especially after achieving a mini-habit. 4. Go for consistency and predictability rather than switch between excitement and boredom. 5. If you feel any resistance, it's a sign that you should minify further. 6. Don't fret over lack of motivation, quitting, or willpower battles. Focus on how easy your mini-habit is. 7. No step is too small. It can only be too big. 8. Use any extra energy and drive for bonus reps, but do not raise your expectations or raise the bar for your mini-habits. We've just explained the strategy of mini-habits, which can be used to build any new positive habit. However, this strategy may not work for breaking bad habits or massive addictions. In this thin, easy-to-read book, Guys shares many other anecdotes from his personal experiences and research. If you've enjoyed the ideas in this summary, do get a copy of the book or visit minihabits.com for more resources. Hello, listener. Thank you for listening to our content. We have prepared a graphic summary with the main ideas and teachings of this incredible bestseller. Click on the link, Book Graphic, in the description to have access to a material where we combine the perfect mental stimuli so that you know and understand the great intuitions of the author.